Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grieving is difficult. I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, you'll discover what you are experiencing physically and emotionally is normal. Healing is possible. Remember, love always wins. Life will get better. Episode 62. Those who experience grieving know life is tough. I've read the self-help books. They all offer good advice. They helped me to understand what I was experiencing. They didn't help me to heal the hole in my soul. When we are rocked by the death of a loved one, we're filled with questions about life. We may ask, why is life unfair? Why do people have to suffer? Why do good people die young? and nasty people seem to live a long life. These questions have no answers, and if they do, I haven't found them. If we're not careful, we can drive ourselves nuts by trying to answer questions that have no answer. When we get stuck trying to make sense of these questions, it's easy to lose any trust we had in life. We reason, how can we trust life when life acts arbitrarily? We walk around, zombie-like, not knowing what will happen the next moment. I think there is another path to take that can lead to healing the hole in the soul. What if we looked at grieving counterintuitively and considered addressing our preconceived notions of grieving from a different point of view, one that didn't vibe with what we believe is the common-sense way of looking at grieving? A common sense way of looking at grieving is, you'll get over it, time heals, go on with life, all those kinds of things we hear from other people that haven't experienced what we've experienced. If we are counterintuitive, we can say, we trust life. We trust that it is all going to work out well. It doesn't matter if we don't know how it will work out, but we trust that it will work out. There is reason to think that this counterintuitive approach has some substance and that it might be a good idea to trust life. The teaching of trusting life is deeply rooted in the teaching of the mystics of all the world's great religions. St. Teresa of Avila said, Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Whoever has God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. Rumi, a Sufi mystic, said, Live life as if everything is rigged in your favor. Sri Hamakrishna said, The winds of God's grace are always blowing. It is for us to raise our sails. And from the Talmud, Every blade of grass has its angel that bends over it and whispers, Grow, grow. In many ways, the mystics encourage us to let go of our fears and not fear walking in the darkness. Walking in the darkness and trusting life is the ultimate trust walk. It is even more difficult if we enjoy being in control. When control is taken from us, we are overwhelmed with a feeling of powerlessness. Taking another counterintuitive leap would have surrendering control and trusting life gives us more control, assuring us that the road we're on 
is the right road. Although it has bumps and bruises, it's all going to work out. It takes heaps of courage to put one's hand in a forest that one hasn't seen, yet is somehow felt at a deep visceral level. The Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh said, Around us life bursts with miracles, a glass of water, a ray of sunshine, a leaf, a caterpillar, a flower, laughter, raindrops. If you live in awareness, it's easy to see miracles everywhere. When we are tired and feel discouraged by life's daily struggles, we may not notice these miracles, but they are always there. Life has a way of teaching us to trust and accepting the fact that we are not really in control. Believing we're in control is an illusion that gives us a false sense of security. When we drive, we believe we're in control. Are we really? We have temporary control of the machine in which we're riding. We don't have any control over the other drivers, or whether or not the car we're driving will or will not break down. We believe we control our young children, do we really? Once they reach a certain age, they begin demanding control over their lives, and we eventually let go. If we don't have control, what is our anchoring place? For me, I'm a believer. The alternative has never made sense to me. I try to walk the mystery. Some days for me are light, and other days are darkness, and yet others are a mixture of clouds and blue sky. I can walk through them because I give it a shot to trust life. Each year spring arrives, I get excited. Life wins. Each time I see a flower squeezing through a crack in the cement walk, I want to shout, life wins. Each time I see lovers kissing and holding each other in a warm embrace, my heart shouts, life wins. I don't believe I will ever have full understanding in my lifetime of babe's death. I no longer try to make sense out of it. It happened, and I have to move forward each day deeper and deeper into the mystery. The Trappist monk, Thomas Merton, in his book, Thoughts in Solitude, wrote, My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself and the fact that I think that I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may not know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. I like Merton's prayer. It expresses a deep level of trust in God. I haven't reached that stage. I guess that's why I'm not a monk. When we wake, we have no assurance of how our day is going to go. We have confidence it will work out. We are confident enough to go to work, school, or another venue. We live with a day's mystery. The questions we ask ourselves when a loved one dies are part of life's mystery. When we accept not knowing, the light shines. 
and the darkness disappears. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, healing happens, life wins, and good things are coming your way. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to get notification of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side, at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience, I want to share your grieving experience with me. Please email me at ray.breeze, B-R-E-S-E, at gmail.com. Have a great day. Stay strong and never quit. Never give up.